Welcome to Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, the digital marketer's guide to emerging technology covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. Hey there, I'm Erin Sell, your host of the show. This week, we will be discussing storytelling with strategy. And we are joined by our guest, Holly Clear. Holly is the founder of the Social Media Advisor, which is part of Clear Communications. They help businesses tell stories for their brand while increasing sales with social media. Clear Communications LLC was founded in April 2003 as a virtual back office company for telecommunications master agents. In an effort to provide additional support for their clients, they developed the Social Media Advisor and fell in love with the concepts that any brand, no matter how large or small, could compete in their market online through an effective story and strategy. They now focus on social media and exclusively support clients in online marketing efforts. Their core foundation is centered around storytelling plus relationships, which equals business success. Social media is really changing the way people do business, and their message is don't get left behind. So let's go ahead and get right to it and chat with Holly. Welcome to the Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show. I'm super excited for today's guest. We've got Holly Clear. Hello. So, <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Yay. So, a little background about Holly. How long we've probably known each other? 6 6 yeah. years. It's got to be at least 6 years. Something like that. So as you've probably heard me mention on the show before, um, Holly and I met through the Colorado Women in Social Media and became fast friends through that. So Holly, um, I'm excited for what we're going to talk about here today. We're going to talk about storytelling, but not just storytelling. It's going to be storytelling with strategy. Dun, dun, dun. So tell me, tell me how this got started, and um, just a little background about yourself. Yeah, I've this is my twelfth year in social media, and I started off twelve years. That means you must have started with like MySpace. I did actually. I had a MySpace account and brand new LinkedIn account, and I was in the telecom space, and um, the whole industry changed when cloud computing became a thing and my background then became sort of obsolete. And I had clients that I supported all across the US with back office support and they didn't have the same need once cloud became a thing. So one of my clients had said, I don't wanna lose you, but I can't take your team with me. I, uh, I, I really need to figure out a way to incorporate you. He sent me a request on LinkedIn. What is this thing? And I said, oh, there's some sort of resume thing. I don't know. People are finding me and reaching out to me. And he said, ah, all right, let's, let's build that out for all of our sales team and come up with a strategy. So we did. We, we built out all their LinkedIn profiles. Uh, we built a MySpace for them at one time. We even uh, developed a newsletter, which was still a super new thing. And they hosted an event every year where you could only find out about it through the newsletter and their social media channels. And so even to this day, they still host this event, one of 
the largest master agents in the U.S. And it's it was really fun to kind of watch that grow. And over time, I, I went to a lot of classes. I, I figured out, you know, I've got this background in computer networking and technology and coding. What do I want to do with myself? So I started to learn social media from all these really, really popular social media names out there. And there were some that, that spoke a message that really resonated with me and others that didn't, uh, you know, because I've never been really super heavy on the lead generation side more on. I, I believe in storytelling and the nurturing of the story. And so that's kind of the direction that I really wanted to go. And I developed some processes for teaching others how to be able to tell their story so that we can um, equip them and they have knowledge without fear. And eventually we started providing back office support to provide social media posts for people so they didn't have to tell their own story, someone else could tell it for them. And that's what we do now. We, we develop strategy through storytelling. And for some companies, we will do some social media support for their postings. And others, it's just really developing the roadmap because people don't know what to say. They'd rather um, not say anything at all instead of having, you know, there's always a shiny thing. I got squirrel syndrome sometimes. Yeah, it's very easily to get distracted on social media. In fact, it's funny, I've been... Um, recording a bunch today. I just finished a session for an upcoming uh, social media summit talking about podcasting. And I, I had to make sure that I like shut everything down and really just focused on what it was that I was talking about because it is, it's so easily to, it's so easy to get distracted with everything that we have going on. And I mean, even more so with us having our business in the social media sphere. Yes. Oh my goodness. Being online all the time, seeing all the things, then still marketing the business and seeing all the things, you know, you've got to, you've got to narrow in and be able to do the things that you do, that you're good at, your brilliance, and then get your marketing efforts done. Because when you don't, when you don't post, you, you lose traction. You, you're, you don't remain pop, top of mind. Right. You fall out of the newsfeed, you fall out of the algorithms and it does nothing for your business. And in fact, people are researching you before they pick up the phone. I don't know. Do you even answer your phone if you don't know the phone number? I don't. Not, not usually, no. No. And I won't, I won't return a voicemail unless I know, give me the data of what you're calling me about. And I'm going to research you a little bit to see who you are and what I can find. And, you know, when you're just not posting, there's that. You know, and then, then there's the idea of posting too much spam. You know, you got to be able to provide value with your audience. Value could be tips, value could be industry news, industry knowledge, what's going on, things that people don't know about, especially, you know, if you've gone through a time of pandemic, what is a message shift that you can, you need to have? You know, you're not going to be talking about this widget if it's not available for people. And you know, really being cognizant of being relative. And that, that can be dangerous if you're scheduling out ahead of time too far in advance. This is very true. And I, lots of people have gotten in trouble, gotten themselves in trouble with that by, <laughs> you know, you, you just never know and you can easily have stuff scheduled out and then something happens and you forget to go turn that off. <laughs> and, and then it makes you look, you know, inconsiderate or you know, in, in poor, poor judgment. Right? Yes. Yeah. You don't so, yeah. want that. Yeah. Um, so tell me just 
like walk me through a little bit of the process that you go through when you bring on a new client and how you help bring that story out of them. Because uh, oftentimes, at least I know from my side of things, it can be challenging to either find that story or figure out how to, how to tell your story. Mm, it's really valuable. Um, we do a 30 minute discovery session and we take a look at all of the online presence first. What does your website say? What does your social media say? Nine times out of 10, I find that people need to redesign their message on their website. So social media isn't the shiny place they need to start. They actually have to work on their brand, their message, their mission, and their values before you can even pull a story from it. And some, you know, I, I worked with this insurance guy once and he's like, I just want to get that phone, that phone call ringing. Okay, so sure. But what, what's the purpose of your company? What is the vision behind what you have? He's like, well, I just sell insurance. There's, there's nothing else. There's nothing else that comprises your values or your personalities. Like, nope. Okay. Conversely to that, I had an insurance company that I worked with that um, they, they were passionate about preparedness and they owned dogs, especially as a certain kind of breed of dog. And so they would take their family out on bike rides and they would go to Moab and they would go on the lake and take their dogs with them. And they, all their posts were about being prepared. When you think of insurance, it's like, oh yeah, you're being prepared with your insurance. Right. And their followers all loved the same stuff they did. The dogs, the hiking, the boating, the mountains, the bikes, you know, and. Well, yeah, so, they, they're showing their personality behind the brand. It's not just. Exactly. Buy for me. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's the key is really bringing the essence of you through that story so that you're attracting the audience that is, has similar interests to you. You know, I like unicorns, puppies, and kittens. And when I post about that stuff, people love it. Yep. And so that's, that's really the strategy behind getting, pulling, pulling that value and that message from yourself. You got to know you in order to share part of that with someone else. And it's, it just stems all the way back down to the value of the relationship what kind of value do you want to have with the relationship with your audience and how loyal are you wanting to make your fans sharing parts of you is going to be a key component in that 100 percent. yeah it's about it's about connection yeah not contacts i guess <laughs> right yes yes so um you have been you've been doing this for how many years 12 years 12 years oh wow so that's interesting. I, I would love to hear like, how, how have things changed over the years? Cause I know like, even for me, you know, from where I started to where I am now, I mean, I'm, I'm still doing some of the things I did when I first started, but I, overall a, a lot of things have changed. So how, yeah. how is that for you? Yeah. Uh, a lot of things have changed. You know, there's, there's, millions of social media channels, depending on what you like. You know, I, I think McDonald's even still has a social media channel for their employees. And, you know, you, you can't, you can't play in all the playgrounds and expect to be really awesome at them all. You've got to really narrow in and know that, you know, there really is only so many places where you can actively have a presence, yep. be present, and then build that audience, know, like, and trust. Right. So, um, way back in the day, there was, there was Google plus there was MySpace for business. I think there's still a MySpace for music. Uh, Twitter 
has evolutionized things over time. It used to be a great place to have conversations. So for some people it still is, but now it's more of a news source for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Instagram was not even a thing and now it's super popular. Uh, YouTube is morphed and changed. It used to just be really brands and even the ads have changed a bit where you can have ads, not only at the start, but in the middle of some of your videos. That was never, I think Facebook never had. Which, by those. the way, is really annoying to me. <laughs> right. And Facebook has it too, where, you know, you can get monetization, but then you got your little ad right in the middle nope. for 10 seconds or come on. Well, and that's not even to not even mentioning all the other like new things. I mean, TikTok, Instagram just added reels, which who knows what's going to happen with those. And then on the other side of things, and this <laughs> kind of goes with what I was talking about, how things have changed. I've transitioned to more blockchain cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and that technology. Um, and I know we had talked about this, but um, I am in the, in the process of planning a, an event, a, a virtual event, talking about all these new technologies that are um, social media platforms built on the blockchain. And I mean, who knows in, you know, two years, five years down the road, what, like what social media platforms will still be left. Right. And I mean, what, what about be- Meerkat and Periscope? Right. They're gone. Remember, right. Blab. And Blab. Aww. Aww. I, always, I always shed a little tear for Blab. Yes. <laughs> it was one of my favorites. Oh man. Yeah. There's so many things. Yeah. And you know, the, the, that Google My Business changed from, you know, just having a listing to having reviews, then having where you could post. And, you know, then Pinterest started being able to do ads. Um, LinkedIn, you could do ads without having to do just job placement. Yeah. And now there's the whole LinkedIn live that you can apply for and all the different live things that are out there. Oh, right. It's crazy. Well, and then um, isn't LinkedIn supposed to be adding stories? Mm. I thought I heard oh, that no. not too long ago. Oh, yeah. all the stories. See, that's the thing is you can't do stories and all the things because that's too much real-time activity and you're not getting anything else done. You know, I do understand that there's a lot of people who just stay on LinkedIn and look at their newsfeed and engage all day long. Same with Facebook and right. Instagram for that matter. But at a certain point, you actually have to do your work, you know, and you can't just do your story the whole time, unless that's all you're doing. Like if you're in an event, you can do your story for the event. And that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different things throughout your day for your birthday. You know, that's typically when I do the majority of stories is if I'm somewhere, which that being said, I haven't been anywhere since, (laughs) you know, this whole pandemic. So I haven't been, I haven't been nearly as active on any of my stories because I mean, you don't want to just see me sitting in my office. I mean, right. <laughs> Holly, what, what is your favorite platform right now? Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite? I, I'm, I'm still in Facebook land for my favorite. Um, if I just don't want to see anything, any opinions, I'm going to Instagram to look at photos. Um, but I do love watching videos too. So YouTube's kind of super awesome there. I found a really 
good group of people to follow as far as like Facebook videos. So I'll tend to, if I watch a live, it'll go off into this little video space and I'll tend to watch some comedians, oh, you know, kind of get in the wormhole of <laughs> onto the next thing. Right. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's been kind of fun. Um, LinkedIn still is really great for business. I don't pen a lot, although I cook all the time. So I'm penning, I'll pin my posts, but I pen a lot of food stuff. Yeah, you've been doing some some cool stuff with cooking. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's interesting. So tell tell the listeners about what you've been doing. And, and it, the reason I bring this up is because it's, it is digital marketing related because of how how you are doing these this cooking yes it's so fun so i'm i'm in two cooking clubs right now and one is a version where they send you recipes and you make them on your own you you're part of the group and then you post photos and stuff and then once a month you get together and you cook together the some recipe but then i encountered chef lucas and he's from italy and he, uh, it was connect, a connection through a winery. So he cooks with the wine and you drink the wine while you cook and it's the middle of the day on a Sunday. It's so fun. And so he gets on his entire channel. I, can I say what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Go okay. For it's, it. it's cooking with Lucas and he's got a cookbook and he, he does video on his Facebook all the time, just live cooking from his, his now boat. So he lived in a house. Oh, I didn't and, know that. I didn't know he's doing it from a boat now. That's yes, he moved onto a boat and they're traveling through Croatia on their way to uh, different parts of the Mediterranean. And it's cool because you get to see the Mediterranean sunset in the afternoon and it's like the day before. So we get on and we cook Italian dishes together and we cook with wine and we all get to interact. There's usually like 45, 50 people on. Wow. And you it, do it all through Zoom, right? All through Zoom. Yeah. It's a hoot. It's so much fun. And then we, you know, my family gets to sit down and enjoy an authentically cooked Italian meal. That's so awesome. So for the, the wine portion, do you order the wine, they ship you the wine. So you get the wine before, and then you get the recipe, you go shopping. Yes, and then exactly. you guys all come together and, and do it. I think that is so cool. Yes. And so the wine, the wine comes from a local winery, Inventions Winery, and you can go there to pick it up. They can deliver it to your house. And you basically pay for the bundle for however many classes you want to take. Right. And so we're in the second round of classes. And so, uh, you know, I've got the wines for that, but they always pair it nice with something. So yeah, you get that recipe about a week prior, you get the shopping list, but you want to have a couple extra things on hand because, it, you know, he likes to, to spice it up a little bit and he doesn't, it's, it's cute because he doesn't give you exact measurements. He'll show you in the palm of his hand about how much you need. Uh -huh. But Americans tend to need exact how many how many tablespoons? Right. And he's like about this much. Yeah. <laughs> and he's showing the palm of his hand, right? So, yeah, like we've added things like olives, and one time we made pizza, and he's like, "Whatever sauce you want to make," and I'm like, ah, "I don't know." So he's like, "Take some olive oil and crush up some uh, garlic and crush up some black olives and mush those together, and that's your pizza." And I'm like, "Nothing else." It's like, add meat if you want, but nothing else. And it was amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love seeing how people are reinventing themselves throughout, especially, you know, throughout this pandemic 
and how people are finding different ways to connect and and teach and make money and you know just share their knowledge and that is a perfect example um and it uh, it all ties back to storytelling right like that is i mean you're sharing that because of the beautiful experience that you've had doing that and then like think about i mean he could actually take your testimonials and use that as part of his story exactly yes it's it'll so it's a full circle yeah so cool (laughs) so um i do want to talk about um you have a program called the social power program which i just love that name (laughs) (laughs) i mean you've we got socially powered Right. The social power program. Yeah. It's, so uh, it's tell, the, it's tell everybody what about, it is. Yeah. It was an idea that came about actually before I met you, um, that a friend of mine was, she said to me, she goes, I just, I just want to learn at my own pace. And, and I thought that was interesting. I said, she said, you don't want to have the one-on-one with me. She said, I want you to teach me, but I want to learn at my own pace. Okay. So it was something I was really dreading for a long time, thinking about putting together videos and I didn't really know what kind of structure. And then I, um, a few years back, maybe four years ago or whatever, I, I believe it was four years ago, I went to a program where they teach you how to write out your program. So I was able to clearly outline a storytelling module, which has 12 sessions in it, and a strategy module, which walks through developing that editorial calendar and then doing ads and then reading reports and things like that. And so those two modules are in there. Um, but I've also got another 40 some odd videos of things that our members have said that they want to know about, like things as simple as you and I would think is creating a group or creating an event Mm -hmm. and how to use Canva, you know, things like that. So it's, it's great for an online option. You know, if you, if you can control your time and really set a good pace for self-learning, we do have a Facebook group that comes along with it and we do a monthly ask the expert session live and uh, people love it. So it's, it's definitely a cost-effective way to learn social media throughout a year. And uh, it's four ninety seven, never changing. And, it's and, socialpowerprogram.com. And that's for a year long access and yes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So we will be sure to link to that in the show notes. Yeah. So be sure Thank to go you. check that out. If you are interested in learning about social media and don't want to do the, the in-person and just want to take your time and work through all that. Um, so I did want to say, what is, um, what is the best way to connect with you? Um, I know you said Facebook's your favorite, but where are you at on all the socials? And Yes. So my handle's slightly different because my domain is a little long. My domain is thesocialmediaadvisor.com. So you can find me at the Social Media Advisor under Facebook, under uh, actually all the channels if you just type that in. But on Twitter, it's the Social Pro. That's the only difference. So you can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Google My Business. And Google My Business. <laughs> I'm like, is that even a thing? It is. It is. You know, know, you could post there once a week. I know. I know it is. <laughs> it's just, yeah. All the things, right? All the things. I know. Um, I was good about Google My Business for a while, and then I, I guess, you know, it, there's just... There are so many platforms and so many places for mm-hmm. that you quote unquote should be 
that it's just, it's, it's honestly, in my opinion, it's gotten out of hand and I just try to, um, I just try to stay on the, on top of the things that I feel like I should be and the places that I like to be. And that's the key. We need to stop shooting ourselves Yep. because we, we, someone's always going to tell us we need to do this. We need to do that. And at the end of the day, you're only going to be really successful in those platforms that you actually play in. Yeah. And that's because you're there and you get to see the engagement and activity. And when you're not there, people notice and you know, it's just, what's, what's the point, right? So if you use it, great. If you don't just let it sit there so you don't lose the the address. Right. Yeah. And we've, we've actually, um, Holly and I actually had a podcast together a long time ago. Um, well, I was like, what was it called? Oh yeah. The social Social seven, (laughs) we did seven minutes. And I know that was one of the things we talked about was, um, even if you're not going to use a platform, go grab your name. So, Mm -hmm. and sit on it. So somebody else doesn't take it from you. Yes. But yeah. Yes. That's oh, always, I miss those times together. I know that was a long time ago. In yes. fact, it's funny when I, um, I just, I switched this podcast, um, from a different, uh, host to Podbean, which is where we had the social seven. Mm-hmm. And I basically had to get rid of, well, I think it's still, maybe it's still available, but it was funny when I signed into Podbean, that was there. I was like, Oh, <laughs> you need to look for it. Yeah. Those were back, like for me, that was like kind of back in the beginning of my business. Yes. So, yeah. 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 Those, that was fun. Those would be interesting uh, to go back and listen to now. Yes. Little baby Aaron and baby Holly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, I'm so grateful that you came on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been fun. It has been fun. Remember, guys, tell your story. That's the only way you can be awesome in social media. Oh, love that. (laughs) I really hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation with Holly and myself. I feel like there were some great tips there as far as really trying to bring your story to your clients. It's, It's super important. And if you are struggling with doing that, I highly recommend that you reach out to Holly and see if she can help you bring your story to life. Last thing I want to say to you is, you know, be sure to subscribe to not miss out on our latest episodes. We are on all the socials at Socially Powered, sharing tips, tricks, and latest episodes on all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. Thanks for listening. 